You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. Hey, everybody. It's your old friend, John DeLuna, alongside Brian Kilby for the return of Get the Skinny during this holiday season. Brian, how are you, sir? Uh, not bad. Uh, I'm tired. I'm going to get up and uh, try to get a Nintendo uh, Classic Mini thing at Best Buy in the morning. Yeah, so. Oh, do you, uh, so is it, uh, is it known that they're going to get some in? Is it a Tuesday thing or what? Uh, so a friend of mine at work met, told me today that uh, his buddy works at Best Buy. And his buddy told him they were getting in 20 uh, in the morning. And uh, employees can't touch it, Don. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Uh, our buddy Don uh, snagged one from Walmart miraculously. Yeah, um, by 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 fortune. Yeah, fortune would have it. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah. So that they're gonna get twenty. So I'm gonna get up, man. If I had gone fifteen minutes earlier to Walmart the day it came out, I would have had one, and I didn't care. But now that it's yeah, I mean, I got there. It was I got there at uh, twelve. Uh, pardon me, eleven fifty. And I was mm-hmm. the eighth person in line, and two people in front of me had gotten there 15 minutes before I did. So um, there wasn't that much demand for it. And I could have got it again the next morning uh, when people were uh, getting in line for uh, GameSpot, GameSpot, GameStop. And uh, I-, I didn't. But now that I don't have one yet, and it's a couple of days before Christmas, I'm going to go get one, hopefully, so that uh, I can get Kim one for Christmas. It's like a Hatchimal. Yeah, whatever that is. Uh, I saw somebody on Facebook trying to sell one of those for like $400 or something like that. <laughs> they are, um, I mean, I only just now learned about that today, what they were. I've heard like secondhand of this mythical toy Hatchimals that I guess are the uh, Furby of 2016. And yeah. um, I finally heard about it at work. Effectively, all they are are physical representations of Pokemon in egg form. Like you buy the egg and you have to care for the egg and walk around with the egg, and uh, a Furby-like creature hatches from the egg, destroys the egg apparently, so it's a one-time hatching, and then you have to care for the uh, for the creature, and as you care for it, like its eyes blink and stuff and whatever, and I guess the sounds it makes and what it does go from infant to mature creature. As you care for it, so it's it's effectively just a physical representation of a Pokemon. Is so is it real? So it's it's Pokemon. It's Pokemon branded and everything. No, it, it's a uh, it's a Hatchimal. I mean, that like it's its own brand and thing. But what it is, like at the end of the day, it's a Pokemon egg. You're just buying a Pokemon egg. Just it's just real physical. So apparently, it's all the rage. Isn't that weird? How like this is not the first time. Like I mentioned, Furby. It's not the first time that. Uh, cute and fuzzy monsters have been like the toy of the holiday season. We had, um, we've had Furby. We've got this in digital form. We had, uh, Tamagotchi. Uh, I, I'm sure Pokemon's been kind of in there here and there. Even cabbage patch kids back in the day were kind of the same idea. Like, like you're, you're like obtaining this thing to care for that has a backstory and all this stuff. I don't know. It's interesting. Anyway, that's what Hatchimal is. Interesting. Yes. Uh, I think with the uh, the NES Classic, it's um, it's something that I feel like not, not a lot of people are still – there's still like relatively few people willing to go out and wait in line at a store. I think there's a lot more people just 
uh, like hovering over Amazon every day waiting for it. I think there's way more like digital demand for it. I think not, not, not a lot, not a lot of people these days, Brian, are willing to put in the blood, sweat and tears of showing up at a store. Yeah, but my wife, my wife will like to hear that I, you know, got there two hours early and waited in line for her. So, no, I mean that's what I'm saying. Yeah, few people have the stomach for the fight like they used to. Yeah, so you probably have a really good chance, huh? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, uh, I, I just feel stupid because I could have easily gotten it before and I just didn't care. Well, what are you gonna do, man? What are you gonna do? <laughs> hey, I've got. Um, speaking of. Uh, things past present and future i've got a story about uh something that is from our past from our childhood that uh, now has also taken physical form and is a reality brian growing up did you watch the show saved by the bell oh yeah uh, i i i mean i'm not i wasn't like a avid watcher but i did watch it i i'm familiar with it i'm familiar with the the the, the cast and the crew and everything yeah <laughs> as you should be we won't talk about Screech's career choices. Uh, or Zach. I think Zach uh, actually, uh, what is his face? Mark Paul Gossler has ended up uh, like uh, starring on USA shows and stuff. You might catch him after Raw here and there. Oh, anyway, that, That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, the restaurant that the Saved by the Bell kids frequented uh, all the time, the Max uh, do you remember this? It was a very common setting for lots of scenes in Saved by the Bells. The restaurant where all they all sat in a booth yeah. and hilarity ensued. Well, yeah. the Max is now a real pop-up restaurant that is going to tour the country. And coming soon to a major metropolitan area near you will be act- an actual perfect replica of the Max restaurant where you can go in and feel like you're walking into saved by the bell and you can enjoy menu items including the bayside burger tory's fried chicken timeout benedict and mr belding's fries that is so weird so there's one already in the chicago area and if you look it up you can make a reservation at uh, saved by the max and uh you can get your nostalgia on and if you don't live in Chicago or you don't want to buy a plane ticket to Chicago just for that, uh, just stay tuned to the internet. They're going to post tour dates and locations pretty soon. So they're, they're actually doing a Saved by the Max restaurant. And this is a tour. Yeah, it's going to be a tour. So it's going to pop up for, uh, I don't know, a few weeks or a month at a time in different, I'm sure, major cities uh, starting probably at some point next year. But right now... You can do if you're in the Chicago area. You can go to Save by the Max, and you can uh, you can eat and feel like uh, feel like you're channeling the spirit of Zach Morris and uh, Slater, knowing, my no, spirit animal Slater. Knowing my luck, this will wind up coming to Charlotte, and Hamilton won't. So, well, I know which one I would actually probably get more enjoyment out of. I don't care what that makes me. I'm telling you, dude, I would uh, I would love – I would get a huge kick out of eating at the Max for sure. Now, you, Brian, you and the rest of your high-minded like, if you like Hamilton, then I'm going to guess you probably like Chipotle. Here's another food news item for you. <laughs> I, I found this interesting. This is where people like – if people go to Hamilton, the people who go to Hamilton eat at Chipotle, I guarantee you. I only eat at Chipotle so when, I'm got, drugged th- when I'm dragged there. <laughs> I'm, well – you're a hard man to define. Uh, I found this uh, story not surprising, 
very disappointing. And of course, this would happen Chipotle to Chipotle, a uh, a restaurant chain that cannot catch a break in the last year and a half. So Chipotle says they are quote constantly running out of food. Um, this article I found on a Food Beast goes on. Have you ever been waiting in line at Chipotle with your stomach roaring, ready to chow down, only to find that the restaurant has run out of steak for the day? Well, you're not alone. So here is a quote from Chipotle's chief marketing officer. He said that, uh, quote, running out of food tends to happen pretty frequently at Chipotle restaurant locations. This means specifically that restaurants are miscalculating demands and not producing enough food, leaving customers wanting occasionally. Uh, this is not good, Brian. So uh, a report on Chipotle uh, has found that food shortages are the second largest complaint at Chipotle after, after the, the uh, slow lines. After <laughs> zing. Uh, after the slow lines. So biggest complaint, slow lines. Second biggest complaint, no food after I wait in line. Uh, in other news, one of Chipotle's uh, co-CEOs – boy, that's never good. They have co-CEOs. Monty Moran has recently stepped down from his position, so I guess they only have one CEO now. Anyway, the founder, Stephen Ells, the face of the brand, who I've never heard of until I just read his name, will become the sole CEO of Chipotle, and he is not sure uh, if uh, he will uh, take on – all the roles that were formerly split between the two men or if he's going to take on a hybrid role. Anyway, there's a little bit of CEO news for you. Uh, but the company did say that they will be working on solving the food shortage issue through careful training. Man, this, uh, this place can't catch a break. I got to admit to you, Brian, since the, uh, since the food illness outbreak of 2005, uh, I often forget that Chipotle even exists. We have... Now, Go ahead. You, I was going to ask you. I was going to turn, turn it over to you. Now, you're in a bustling metropolitan area now. So met, Chipotle met, metropolitan, more... yeah. We're, I'm, <laughs> in a, I'm in a small city, which is much better than the postage stamp that I lived in before. Well, like you said, you have Chipotle's, right? Is yeah. Chipotle thing? Is it popular? No, it's it's there. And uh, one of the reasons I go is because my uh, uh, my friend Jason, he likes it there and he he has like three restaurants that he wants to eat at. None of them are t particularly good. Uh, and Chipotle just is this one of them. It's one of them. Okay, what are the other two? So there's a there's a local uh, Japanese place. Pardon me, Chinese place that I think is mediocre. I like it because they deliver to my house, and it's the only one that will. Um, but like, it's kind of like a running joke amongst my friends that I have like bad taste in food, but like the. Tables have been turned on that one because, uh, at least with Jay in Jason's case, his, ta his taste in food really sucks. <laughs> Just, like, really sucks. And the other place is a Mexican joint down the road that is also kind of mediocre. So what were the uh, what was the evidence in the case against your uh, food taste? Uh, admittedly, okay, so, again, I lived in a, a tiny little place. Not a lot of food options, so there was a really bad Chinese buffet that I've been eating at since I was a teenager, and it hasn't been good in since I was a teenager. At one point, it was really good, but it hasn't been good in years. And that, and a little Japanese uh, hibachi place that I really like, that admittedly does have terrible food. It it's one of those things that it's the 
the people. It's a little hole in the wall. Um, but, you know, you, you go there long enough, you're basically family. And uh, it's the it's the people more so than the food. The food, the food really does. <laughs> food really sucks there. So, admi- yeah, it, admittedly. Uh, but I think uh, I think my palate's now more refined, sort of. Oh, I love it. Over uh, from from years of uh, like honing your skill, you think you've you've reached a point where you're master level eater. Yes, I think so. I would like to think so too. I would agree with that, Brian. I know you were bringing some stuff to the table this week. So what do you got? So uh, actually, uh, as far as like being a master level eater, I guess. Um, have you ever? Have you ever gone to like the is it top secret recipes or one of the other many websites that uh have uh uh that serve up copycat recipes of famous or restaurant dishes? Sure. That was a big deal, especially like uh five or six years ago for sure. Yeah. Uh so I had a I had a desire to go to Panera uh for the turkey bravo sandwich to have, which I really like. Uh, haven't had it in a while, and uh, but the wife's out of town, and she likes uh, she likes Panera. I kind of feel bad going without her, just because I don't know it's stupid, but you know I am who I am. So um, I said, hey, well, you know, how about how about I get the recipe to to make it on online? And it just made me think that uh, I haven't done that in years. Um, I've never had great results from doing the copycat recipe thing. Have you ever had good results from that? I think the only thing that I can remember doing that with was specifically the um like the cheddar bay biscuits from Red Lobster. It's <laughs> so trash. And, 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 and but they, hey, and they, I am what I am. And they yeah, they sell those now. So they uh, do. They yeah. now sell that mix. Yeah, so it's not even hard to get a hold of that. I was uh, just trying to think there was it, it might have been that recipe, but I know for sure I'll look it up. There was like ten years ago or so when this like copycat craze started, there was like a specific thing that everybody was doing. It might have been a Big Mac or something, but I think it might have been the Cherry Bay Biscuit. Yeah, anyway, continue. Back, back 10, 15 years ago, the Big Mac was a common one. I think the JFG sandwich spread was what everybody used as the uh, secret sauce. I, I'm not going in anywhere specifically. It's just uh, it, it, looking at that side, it reminded me that uh, – uh, there are a lot of things that I used to seek out that I, I don't so much anymore. Um, so one thing actually, though, I thought was interesting. These sites always have, uh, again, I love Chinese food. It's my, I think everybody knows me. Those that Chinese is one of my favorite, if not my favorite uh, types of food. And all the Chinese uh, uh, recipes, they never come out right. And apparently, uh, I found out through, again, Jason, uh, that he was reading an AMA and asked me anything on Reddit from a uh, uh, Chinese restaurant owner who uh, was basically talking about all of the uh, recipes for Chinese food. And um, in the course of doing it, the question came up, uh, why are you telling us this? Aren't you worried that people will, uh, you know, make the food at home instead of going out to your restaurants and his basic his basic uh just was no uh almost no one in their home can get the skillet hot enough to prepare the food correctly and it it really hit me that's really it i mean the way like like i love general so's chicken but it, to be to be right it has to be crispy and there's no mm. way in hell i can get that on my you know 
uh, electric range here in the house. No way in hell. Uh, if I had gas, maybe. But it's one thing that it's just it. It's not just the ingredients you use; it's the uh, equipment that you use as well that that's important to these things. And it's just something we don't often think about. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean that's uh, I totally, I totally get that for sure. It's the equipment. It's uh, it's like uh, it's like that that pizza that uh, a wood fire oven in a restaurant can cook a pizza in a few minutes, if that. It's like you know because we can't. Get our ovens to 800 degrees. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Well, so actually, pull that pizza off. Well, actually, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, I for, I completely forgot about this. I wanted to mention it. I've always wanted a Komodo grill, uh, kind of like a big green but, egg, uh, which mm-hmm. th- those easily can get up to like 800 degrees. And I actually mm. I got one I, for Christmas. Um, I I bought bought it for myself, but it, it's it's for Christmas. And uh-huh. uh, in like 15 minutes, without even trying, I had that thing up to 700 degrees or hotter. Oh, nice. Uh, well, not so much because I wanted it at like 400. So I, I, it, oh. There's there's a learning curve on using it because I mean it, it works so much differently than like my normal grill. But uh, in one of those things with uh, a pizza stone, you absolutely can bake a pizza yeah. in that just easily. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do that. Uh, but yeah, it, get, it gets incredibly hot, incredibly fast, and it stays hot. It's the most amazing thing. I actually got it at a, a great deal. It's like a big green egg is very expensive. This is uh, a brand called a Char Griller that I'm a big fan of, and I was able to get the grill for 270 bucks. Nice. Do you have what? What plans do you have for it? Uh, I'm going to do more smoking with it, uh, and I'm going to try to do like some baking with the baking stone. Uh, but primarily, primarily the reason I got it was I'm going to try to grill uh, lean meats on the weekend to eat on throughout the week because, of course, uh, that time of year, uh, everybody is uh, aware that New Year's is coming up, and I, I want to do a, a pretty good job. Like I said, I've been losing weight uh, slowly, but I want to accelerate that. It's, I'm not. I, I've sort of plateaued a little bit, so I'm going to try to eat more, uh, just straight up lean meat. So we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. Um, I, I'm really excited about uh, uh, eating more steak and more chicken because I love meat. I really, <laughs> I really love meat. I really do. I I would love to be a vegetarian because I have this, you know, uh, modern, uh, you know, American liberal guilt from eating animals. But I love meat so much. Really, you have guilt from eating uh, meat? I I absolutely do. Man. I uh I I lean to the left pretty hard but uh not in that part of my life I must say. I mean I'm not like bloodthirsty but uh you know I I think I've I think I've forgiven myself here for what I'm doing here. Uh interesting Brian. We learn everything we learn everything about you through this um this medium we call podcast. Yeah, I know, right? It's interesting. Yeah, so much is revealed. Hey, anything else going on in the House of Kilby? Uh, yeah, so speaking of uh, – like I have a gym membership, but I haven't been in a while. I'll be honest. Um, it just has fallen off. I mean, the membership is so cheap compared to the gym that I belonged to before that I, I don't even think about it. Uh, but I've got all my equipment downstairs, but it, but my basement's not heated. It's uh, it's not finished. Uh, so one thing I'm going to do – I'm I'm looking into like more home automation stuff. I have uh, my favorite a- Amazon Echo, and uh, you know, wi- Wi-Fi uh, power switches are so cheap. I got some for about uh, fifteen twenty dollars recently, 
So what I'm going to do is uh, I have this little um, I have this little not it's not propane it's um, natural gas heater downstairs that I'm going to fire up remotely fire I literally I guess fire up uh, remotely using um, the echo to uh, huh. to to heat the basement up in the morning so that I can uh, it'll be warm when I go down there for for a workout so we'll see how that goes. All right. To sort of add, sort of remove some friction from the uh, process of getting ready to work out. Plus, no, I, I get it. Plus, I have so many, I have so many uh, excuses as to why I don't do it. Well, it's cold down there. Well, it's dark. Uh, I, I'm going to at least you know use technology in my life to you know remove some of those obstacles. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, this is the time of year when we have uh, holiday parties and. Uh, Random desserts just kind of floating through the office. It's a terrible time to be alive, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It's uh, no good. No good. Oh, and uh, and just outright like free gifts of food and candy. And I've never seen I, – I, this is the more so – way more so than Halloween. Uh, this is the time of year where I see just um, days on end of holiday M&Ms and cupcakes and all manner of craziness. It's a tough. It's a tough time to navigate. Yeah, it's a tough time, for sure. Uh, hey, here is one last piece of news. Speaking of the Echo, now you can order Pizza Hut over the Amazon Echo. That's interesting. You, you can say Alexa Pizza Hut, or you have been for a while been able to say Alexa Domino's, and uh, you can order Domino's. So now works. the. the the biggest pizza chain in the world, Pizza Hut, is now on uh, Amazon Echo. Hey, so hey, hey, choice. Alexa, Pizza Hut. I found a Pizza Hut nearby. It's 3.5 <laughs> miles away on 1,300. Okay, no, that's not what I wanted to hear. You got you to gotta download. Uh, I'm sure you have to go back. You have, you have to, to go on your Alexa app and learn the skill. Yeah. Yeah, you have to yeah get the app or what whatever they call it's it. It's a skill. Yeah, I just I didn't want to order it, but I, I did want to point out that I have the Echo hooked up to the uh, mixer here. That's right. Brag all you want. Brag all you want. Uh, at some point, you'll be uh, you'll be the epicenter of Skynet if you're not careful. I hope I'm there soon. It's going to come through. See, this is the thing. This is something that uh, Terminator James Cameron could have never predicted. When Skynet goes. Um, goes rogue when skynet becomes self-aware you know like the first thing it's going to do well it, it will have been doing it before we even like realized it's been doing it it will have tapped into amazon echo it will have tapped into every microphone around us it will know everything already just because we carry around the receivers for all this stuff man yeah we're we're, we're sowing the seeds of our destruction right Ab- now absolutely yes for sure man I cannot wait for James Cameron to work that into uh, Terminator 7. Uh, what are we up to? Terminator 6? Anyway, I'm rambling. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Anything else on this week's Get the Skinny? I don't have anything, John. It was it was good to talk to you. We sort of slipped off our normal schedule, mostly my fault. Uh, That's I, both our faults. I, you know, I wonder if we could ever get to a weekly cadence. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we could, especially if we... Uh, you know, tightened it up or, uh, you know, uh, you know, just kind of went over the weeks, uh, some quick hits for the week and then got out of here. I'm sure we could do a weekly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like for we, sure. we, we hey. def- the show definitely has an audience. I mean, I, I, I want to keep, I want to keep the people out there engaged. So if you listen, yeah, we and, love you. 
yeah, we love you. If if you listen and you have any feedback, uh, shoot us an email at contact at tfradio.net. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and if you have any ideas for the show, uh, tweet us, email us, give us a shout out. Um, topics are always appreciated. If you're an expert in the fields of food and fitness, uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, maybe you'll uh, end up on the show with us. You never know. Anyway, we're always looking for uh, new content. It's a fun show, too. And uh, food, health, and wellness, uh, that's always something that uh, is worth talking about. Yeah. So uh, before we go, I want to remind you guys, we're just days away. By the time you, re- by the time you hear this, it may be too late, but that's okay. Uh, if you want to support the show and do some extremely last-minute holiday shopping, or buy some makeup gifts if you're listening to this after Christmas. Why don't you go to tfradio.net slash Amazon and do some Amazon shopping. Or just click the Amazon link at tfradio.net. When you do that, you will support the show because when you check out some nickels and dimes, go into Brian Kilby's pocket. He uses that to keep the lights on. And it's not like you pay anything more or you have to buy anything special on Amazon. You just go to tfradio.net slash Amazon. We'll click the Amazon link on our site, tfradio.net. And you will support us without having to do anything else. You're just clicking a link or going to a special kind of vanity URL, if you want to term it that way. And that's it. That's all you got to do. It's so easy. It's so easy. And, uh, and we appreciate you guys. So for Brian Kilby, this is John DeLuna. We'll see you on the next Get the Skinny. This has been Get the Skinny. 